0: Welcome to the Blaze. This is episode one eighty-eight. I'm your host Alejandro Veda. Thank you for pushing play to another blazing week. And I gotta tell you, thank you for all your support each and every week. That support goes a long way for this independent podcast. And you gotta know, you guys have been showing that support, and I've been feeling it. And been feeling that positive energy throughout the week. I can't wait. Uh, to really get this week started. But before we do, I just want to tell you, you know, you can find us on all social media platforms. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Going to start doing some Snapchats. Going to start doing some uh, TikToks, hopefully. Uh, But this week, you know, uh, I also want to mention that you can find us on all the streaming uh, services. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And this has been an amazing week. Been really just grinding real hard, getting the podcast started for you guys. Getting a lot of things uh, going for myself, you know, just keeping up with uh, my workouts. Been feeling fantastic. You know, this is probably my... Third month now that I'm into uh, my routine and you know I've been feeling a lot of the progress. A lot of the progress has been really just uh, keeping my mentality in a positive uh, state. You know, I just want to continue with that. Um, every day has been a struggle, you know, but every time I I feel like I work out, everything kind of works out for me, you know. And I want to continue that. I want to continue grinding for. Uh, results not only for my, my what I look like, but really what I feel like inside, and uh, you know, pushing myself uh, to some of my limits and really getting out there and and doing the work that you know I I never wanted to do. And I, I told my wife last night, you know, I uh, this is the first time that I've stuck to a routine or stuck to working out for this long period of time, you know, even like during sports, you know, um, you only go for so long. And then after that, you, 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 you know, in high school, I guess, you know, at, at that time we weren't really, I wasn't really training like everybody else Let's just say, you know, so once the sport ends, you know, uh, it's time to You know, you don't really work out throughout that time, and uh, but this right now, I just I've been feeling really clear uh, with with my mind, with my just my thoughts and uh, the things that I wanted to pursue. You know, and uh, there's a lot of things that we're 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 getting into. Uh, You know, it, it sucks. You know, sometimes you have to sacrifice. Uh, some of the some of the better things uh, to get to to where you want you know and that's where what I'm working on right now is just sacrificing uh, some of the time that I have um, on on my on my mental you know to get me where I want to be um, later on in life you know and and it's really changed my perception of of what to, honestly what time is and what it ma- uh, means to me you know and. And right now it's just every minute counts and I I just want to continue, you know, living my life to the fullest. And and I feel like so far we have, um, you know, and I'm not a person that, you know, I need to go out, I need to do all this. No, living my life to the fullest is honestly being happy every day, uh, loving the people around me, uh, caring about the people around me, you know, trying to do better around my community, trying to do better uh especially right now i think the community needs a, a big awakening um you know we, i i just heard of the, the you know the the murder of that uh the 18 year old girl and, and and her infant child you know i think it was a 3 month child that just got shot you know and and i think of the time that we have here you know how much time do i have left and how much time do we spend the wasted and, and the wasted time that I have is honestly is feeling like I'm tired. Um, tired from work, tired from whatever I'm, I I, I guess I have to do. Um, and I've been trying to just offset that mindset where I'm not tired. I, I, I want to keep going. I want to keep learning. I want to keep doing. Um, and that's why, you know, with this podcast, it really has shown me a lot of, of who I am, you know, and, you know, like I said prior to other podcasts, this is uh, 188 episodes. Um, haven't missed a Thursday. Um, as hard as you know, as hard as it is, it's not hard when when you put that time in and you and you sacrifice that time for something that you really want that you really. Uh, feel like you need in in your life and you know I I feel like I need this podcast I feel like I need you guys each and every week to motivate me you know when I see you guys listening it motivates me uh, to keep going to to keep uh, moving to keep uh, doing the best that I can so I can give you guys the best of me each and every week and and that's the truth Um, so you know your support goes a long way as I say that It, it is an independent podcast we do Things kind of are my, my own way, uh, but at the same time, I, I I would enjoy feedback from you guys. I would enjoy uh, hearing from you guys. Um, but you know, as 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 the time is changing now, you know we're getting closer to uh, as I've been saying to to uh, the holidays, and I, I keep saying that, but um, it's more like the time is changing. You could you could feel that time changing, and it's how much time in the day. Uh, can I get stuff done? And, and honestly, I haven't, I haven't been, been able to get anything done. Uh, my mindset has been really just been work and working out. And I, after that, I don't know, you know, and, and that's what I, I, am striving for is to, to find that next step, uh, the next motivation to motivate me, uh, to do something else. And I've been feeling like an itch that I, that I have, you know, I always get this itch where I need something to change something to, uh, alter this kind of perception that I have right now. And it's not, it's not bad, uh, where I'm at. It's just that I think we could really turn things up. We could really make things, uh, take flight, you know? Um, and I'm not saying just the podcast, I'm just saying in life in general, um, just being able to not have to worry about a clock you know uh worry about each other throughout the day instead of having to worry about a clock that i think that's the most important thing that i'm going to be striving for is uh to try to try to you know probably get out get out of where i'm at working and try to get self-sufficient somehow some way um hopefully it's a good way, you know, <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing, but I, I just feel like there's a change on the horizon and, and, and everything's been uh, moving in, in a great, in a great rate that, you know, who knows what, what the next step will be. And if it's, if it's with the podcast or if it's with something else, it's just, I, I just feel like there's an energy around me, of energy around uh, the positivity that we've been trying to release in this in, a, in this world is going to come back and it's going to help me, help us grow and I just want you to continue to listen, continue to uh, take this journey with me and I, I say that because we're we're here at, you know, 188 episodes and you guys have a big part of who I am now so you guys understand that each and every week is a little different, each and every week I might have a different kind of feel um, and, 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 it's, and it's totally uh it's okay i feel like because you know i am a i'm a person that uh I, I really i really feel like i need to open up a little bit more you know i need to uh show a little bit more of my true colors and and let people know that you know i do i'm i'm here for them or i'm here to talk or i'm here to listen most of all and i i talk a lot you know especially when i'm when I'm in conversations with my wife or whatnot, you know, I, I catch myself always just talking, and I, and I've been noticing that, and I, I I just feel like I need to start uh, listening a little bit more and hearing out a little bit more. So that's definitely some things that I'm going to be changing in the near future and working on. You know, it's definitely hard, but it's something that I definitely want to I, I want to uh, persistently do. Uh, because, you know, I want to better myself each and every week, and this is a way that I could do it just by hearing myself uh, talk about it, putting it out in the world, and letting you guys know that, you know, you guys could change anything you guys want in your guys' lives, but besides that, let's get this week started. I don't know why I had a ramble like that, but, uh, you know, it's just it's just because I, I've been real happy this last couple of weeks, you know, and we're we're here already in October. October is a big month for me. Um, you know, that's, it's going to be my, honestly, my 15th anniversary at my, at my work. So it, it's always been something to me that I, I like to celebrate during October. Um, just try to get away, just really relax. Um, and the, the, the weather's changing right now and the fair is right around the corner. So I'm super stoked. I'm, I'm just real, I'm just really, uh, anxious, I guess, for what's to happen, you know, what, what 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 we have in store for us for the rest of the year. I mean, we have so much time left. It, it, it's crazy that, you know, time all of a sudden has changed for me. Um, but like I said, the weather's changing. We've been, of course, been fishing throughout the week. Um, but one thing that I've also been wanting to change is also just I want. I've been saying it to in prior podcasts is that I've been wanting to cook more, and uh, this week I'm definitely going to cook. I'm, I promise you guys two meals this week. Um, so make sure you guys tune in every week to hear what's up with me. But uh, let's get this podcast started this week. And I, I want to talk about uh, the the Jeffrey Dahmer, Dahmer story on Netflix the 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 uh, the series that it introduced last week. Uh we started watching it I think it was on wednesday and we ended up finishing it on Saturday. And I gotta tell you, this was an amazing I, I series. The series was amazing, the story was amazing. I couldn't believe exactly all the details that they would put in this uh the series. Uh, But we definitely binge-watched the heck out of it. You know, um, like I said, I introduced it last week. Um, It's probably one of the biggest Netflix shows right now, uh, which hit the streaming platform. Yeah, it was September 21st. Um, Like I said, we just jumped right into it. Uh, But the show is a a biographical crime drama that um, how... I don't know, just people started taking a liking to it. And now it's the most watched Netflix series overtaking Stranger Things uh, Season 4. And this show has been everything people have been talking about. All week we've been talking about it. Um, and And to hear each person's interpretation of the story or of the series, you know, people have some problems with it. Some people didn't have problems with it. People thought it was great. Uh, People had uh, things to say about the way they tagged it on Netflix. Um, It's a strange, strange uh, time we're in right now when it comes to this kind of content. Um, But I think, you know, for me, uh, Netflix just was caught in that controversy, you know. Uh, They labeled the series under LGBTQ category. Which, you know, if you know the story, Dahmer was known to prey on gay, black and brown men. And it was kind of weird that I I felt like that Netflix would put this series under that category. Uh, But with pushback, I know Netflix was forced to remove that tag on the series. Uh, But many also feel like Netflix shouldn't have even come up with this type of concept for a show. You know, as um, people have been voicing their opinions... As they believed that he wasn't portrayed to be a monster. Um, And they also thought that, you know, uh, the show didn't pay much homage to the victims that were involved. And I just think Netflix did a good job by telling the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, And even though he was a madman, he once was an innocent child, you know, and something something in his life, you know, and you see it through the show changed him. You know, there, there was a time where he was just innocent. And then all of a sudden, you know, not all of a sudden, but throughout time during his childhood, he probably felt some trauma, uh, felt scared, probably felt alone. Um, but that's what turned him into that evil person. Um, and it was honestly too late for people to to, to help him. I think, um, but this this series was a great watch, and honestly, I I just was really too young to remember the story, so watching uh, some of these, you know, these uh, bi- these biographical like stories just brings back some of the memories that I have, you know, just of hearing about. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer or whatnot. But I believe the series will bring tons of new subscribers to Netflix. Um, The show is intriguing, but also reminds you that there are tons of sick people in our world today. Um, Just make sure you watch this Netflix series. Make sure you make your own criticism, as many believe Netflix is profiting off the victims. But I know it is a complicated situation, but I believe... Like these types of shows um, should be shown, you know, because Dahmer is now dead, so he 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 has no voice, he has no um, control of what what his a hundred percent authentic story is until you know I I heard about this uh, documentary, I wouldn't have understood or even knew what was. Uh, about Jeffrey Dahmer I just knew that he ate people he was a cannibal and not really knowing his past or or even the story uh, about him you know Uh, but I I only like these types of uh, things for entertainment purposes not to glorify his killings at all you know or endorse Dahmer in any way but um you know you don't have to be the judge for yourself you know this show really shows tragedy um Based in the in 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 the uh, in the household, you know, when um, you have a broken up household that is that that broken. I mean, the mom you know had problems, and the dad also had problems later on. You'll find out in the series, uh, but you know when, when you have when you have two things that are uh, you know boiling up like that, it, it causes problems. Uh, but I I just think you know you have to be your own critic uh, for some of these types of shows, Uh, but be sure to tune in every week to the blaze podcast for new shows and movie recommendations. And this week I was able to listen to a lot of music, uh, but you know, every week I've been trying to uh, find some new, new music. And this week I try to find something that I could really listen to, uh, everywhere in my workouts at work. Um, with my wife, with my you know my parents, who whoever's around me, I think um, you know I could listen to this album. And this week, you know, I wanted to introduce you guys to um, the new Dangerous Mouse and Black Dot project called Cheat Codes. Um, and this this how this album has some great production around it, um, and it has some honestly some groovy songs. Black Dot is. A well known MC out of Philadelphia and is part of the group um, The Roots. Uh, Danger Mouse is a producer who really made a name for himself uh, producing CeeLo Green uh, for his uh Barkley album, which made CeeLo really a household name with the song Crazy, which hit the charts back in my day in like 2006. Uh, but this album, you know, has to be on any person's radar that is a hip-hop fan, you know, just the just the features alone um, include Raekwon, Russ, Joey Badass, ASAP Rocky, um, MF Doom, Run the Jewels, and Conway the Machine. Um, just the features alone, just the names alone, uh, grab, made me gravitate uh, towards this album. Uh, but the album is only 12 songs long. And I feel like you could listen uh, to to the album throughout. Uh, but my my favorite songs off Cheat Codes are "The Darkest Part" featuring Raekwon, "Because" featuring Joey Badass, and "Saltwater" uh, featuring Conway the Machine. But like I said, this this album has been playing through my headphones, through my speaker, all week, and I just hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, So make sure you listen to Black Dot and Dangerous Mouse's latest project called Cheat Codes. And let me know what you guys are listening to this week. Now let's talk about uh, last month, Governor Newsom signed a bill that announced uh, that California has a plan to achieve 100% zero emissions vehicle sales by 2035. In the next four years, 35% of all new cars sold must be electric vehicles and that requirement will increase to sixty eight percent by two thousand thirty until a hundred percent is reached by two thousand thirty five. You know, this bill is going to be the death of really the car industry as we know it. Um especially mechanics throughout California has been voicing their opinions and really have mixed feelings about, you know, what the state the state has plans for um there has been tons of flack about this bill though since the heat wave that hit earlier in this month seeing how there's already a shortage a shortage of power this bill will only keep us um really paying more for energy than we already do uh, but there was a study already done saying that this bill uh, if this bill goes through our power grid will not be able to support um electric cars, like, especially during peak hours, um, because of the demand of the, the, you know, of the uh, electrical grid, but it is found to meet, you know, energy demands. Drivers will ultimately have to plug in their cars during the daytime at charging stations instead of really charging them at home. Um, There's been a study at Stanford, actually, um, which researchers say that California is already uh, the 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 electric drivers have have already been charging their cars um, the wrong way. Um, They were told to really charge their cars, you know, at night while they're sleeping, Uh, but now there's a study that says that. Uh, Most drivers should instead shift to daytime charging um, or at work or public stations by doing so to reduce the strain on the grid. You know, that doesn't even mention the harsh realities of the batteries um, and the effects that they have on our ecosystem. You know, the batteries are unable to be recycled and most mechanic shops won't even um, recycle um, those batteries. So they, they really make you go straight to the dealer um, instead of being able to help you with the battery. But mechanics will probably have a different type of job at, as this transition uh, will occur uh, and it will hurt so many more in the industry. I already know that, um, you know, uh, Ford is trying to change their uh, type of um, car sell uh, car sales uh, by only doing it on demand. Um, but I think, there's going to be still tons of gas cars out there. Um, those will still be needed to be run. Um, and I believe, you know, just by revising some of, I guess this, this bill uh, could make it work, but I feel like by 2035, it, it, it's, it's still, that's just around the, around the corner, really. Um while, electricity is so scarce already. You know, we, we, we just had blackouts not even months ago, and he, he put out a bill months before that saying that we're going to go to electric cars. So I, I just don't know uh, exactly um, what what what's going to occur. But one thing for sure is it would be a bummer, you know, to be on the side of the road because of some, you didn't have electricity. Um you know, it's almost your fault for not having gas, but for not having electricity, it's that's a tough situation, you know. Uh, but make sure, you know, you stay uh, tuned to the, po- uh, to the podcast for more, you know, uh, news like this. This is kind of crazy to me that um, all of a sudden we're going to go to electric cars. But let me know what you guys think about this and let me know uh, what you think about electric cars. Are you guys going to be uh, someone that's going to be buying an electric car in the next four years uh let me know what you think now let's talk about our friday night light segment um and let's talk about last week's scores and last week we had uh monich versus number 23 washington union uh washington union has been on a dominant role right now as they took the number 23 spot 41 to 6 uh Reedley versus mount whitney uh, really had their undefeated season on the line, uh, but they lost to Mount Whitney 13 to 20. Another undefeated, two undefeated teams that faced off last week was uh, Kerman versus Clovis East, which you know, man, I, I was I was hoping that there would, it would have been a better game, but Clovis East ended up taking the edge, 43 to 14. And then Tulare Union versus number seven Kingsburg. Um, Kingsburg is just playing. At an awesome rate right now, um, I think they're they're literally five and zero right now. Um, they beat Tillery Union forty nine to twenty eight. Hoover versus Fresno High. Fresno High got the best of Hoover fourteen to twelve. And then number three, Liberty versus Carlsbad. Um, and I, Carlsbad, I mean, it must be a great team because um, they ended up giving Liberty uh, the donut twenty seven to zero. Um, McLean versus Torres, seven to thirty-four. Roosevelt versus Sunnyside. Sunnyside has been on the winning edge for a while now, and they, they've been scoring the ball um, really at will. But this week, they only had sixteen points, uh, and they beat Roosevelt sixteen to seven. Singer West versus uh, Madeira South. Uh, Madeira South got them thirty to six. Chowchilla versus Dos Palos, forty-two to seven. Bakersfield South versus uh, Lamore, That's another donut for Bakersfield South. That's 54-0. to And Edison versus Bakersfield, uh, 38-20. to We had a lot of teams last week on bye week, uh, but now we're going to talk about some week six match- matchups, um, some great matchups this week. Uh, let's start it off with our Thursday matchups. Um, number five, Central uh, versus Clovis. Number eight, Clovis. Uh, Sunnyside versus Hoover. Uh, Bakersfield versus Bakersfield Christian. Uh, number three, Liberty versus number 13, Garces Memorial. And then on Friday, we got number 14, Clovis East versus number 12, Clovis North. Um, number 19, Paso Robles versus number 24, Mission Prep. Uh, those are not local, but those are still you know some top teams that are playing in that central section. Um, but I think the game of the week is going to have to be this Buchanan five and zero versus Clovis West at number four five and zero. It's going to be a great one as they've been you know rivals for for over their history. Um, and then we got Dinuba versus number ten Hanford, uh, Fresno High versus Madera South, LD Monte versus Redwood. Uh, King Kerman versus number six, uh, six, Central Valley Christian, Chowchilla versus Riverdale, number 18, Bullard versus Madera, Tulare Western uh, versus number 22, Mission Oak, number 23, Washington Union versus number seven, Kingsburg. That's going to be a great game. Washington Union, 4-1 and versus uh, Kingsburg. They're putting their 5-0 and record on the line. We got Roosevelt versus McClain. Reedley at 4-1 and now versus Emmanuel. Uh, Sanger versus Justin Garza. Um, Sierra Pacific versus Selma. And the number two team, San Joaquin Memorial uh, versus Edison. And then we'll have Tulare Union versus Lamore uh, But the top ten rankings this week... Uh, we got a bunch of uh, local, I mean, when I say local, I mean here to B- Bakersfield, and I'm not too sure how far north um, it goes. Uh, but we got uh, at number eight, we got Clovis. Uh, they're at three and two. At number seven, we got Kingsburg at five and 0. Um We got Central Valley Christian at five and oh uh, Central at three and two, and then Clovis West at five and zero. Liberty at three and two. Samoky Memorial at three and two, and then Buchanan at five and zero. I mean, some of these teams right now are just on fire. Like Buchanan five and zero. Um, they, they they just they have the number one spot. Um, it might it might change though because that Clovis West. Um, who's at the number four spot? Is at five and oh 2 That might change. We might see Clovis West if they beat Buchanan, jump up. But Buchanan right now has just been on a on a on a hot streak. So hopefully we might see a lot of these matchups uh, next week and see the results and see how good you know our central section is getting. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned to the Blaze Podcast for more. Now let's talk about our friendless State Bulldogs. Um, their record right now. One and two, our dogs were on a bye last week after their loss to USC. Our offense and defense got some much-needed rest. Uh, losing to the two-pack, uh, twelve teams, USC and Oregon State, back to back. But this week, our dogs will be on the road versus UConn, who is one and four this week. UConn is in uh, independent FBS school. And their only win was versus Central Connecticut. Um, they lost to Utah State, Syracuse, NC State, and Michigan. But this week, we will see our dogs switch up the death chart. And we'll be missing our QB1, Jake Hainer, with a high ankle sprain. And also our quarterback, Evan Williams, as both players uh, were were put on week-to-week lists this, uh, for their injuries. It was confirmed this week that we will see backup QB Logan Fife, and as QB one, and then we'll also see a Jalen Henderson uh, play as his backup. We saw last game versus USC uh, that QB number ten, Logan Fife, take over the reins after Jake Hayner suffered a high ankle sprain after getting sacked in the third quarter versus USC, and he really put together a great scoring drive. He didn't end up throwing the TD, uh, but he ended up throwing the ball uh, throughout the game for 11 for 14 for 140 yards. Um, Like I said, he didn't throw the TD, but they were able to score on the drive that he did uh, come in for, uh, Jake Hayner. Uh, But Coach Tedford believes in his backup QB and says he will be competitive. And he has some arm talent that many will, will take notice uh, during during this game. So hopefully Tedford will be right. Um, but I thought I, I, I had good impressions um, of five from taking over for Jake Hayner. Um, and he was able to really put the team on his back and, and, and put, put together some good drives. Um, but we're hoping for a great game. From our QB, uh, but also our running back, number seven, Jordan Mims, who really had a breakout game versus USC, running the ball for 15 carries for 114 yards. Uh, Fresno State will need to be able to run the ball, will be able to need to open up that passing game and, and get that going for us uh, versus UConn. Uh, but this game, uh, Fresno State versus UConn, will be played Saturday, October 1st on CBS at 1230. Um, make sure to continue to tuning in each week for more on your Fresno State Bulldogs. Now let's talk about our Central Valley Fuego, as their record is 9-7-11. and 11. Um, They remain eighth in the USL1 standings, and last week the Fuego faced off against the Richmond Kickers on the road, and they tied the game 1-1. Uh, the Fuego, Jordan's, Jordan Chavez got a red card Late in the match, while the Fuego committed 18 fouls throughout the full time. Uh, they played aggressive as the Richmond Kickers are the number one uh, team in the USL 1 standing. So, they really put a, a fight against that number one team. Um, yesterday, the Fuego took another L as they lost to North Carolina. Um, they lost 2-1 to one at what could have been a different situation of a game, but they lost on the road. Uh, The Fuego needs to beat teams like North Carolina FC as um, they are at the bottom of the standings. You know, uh, the Fuego have three games remaining, and this week the Fuego will face off against the Hellstorm, who is the number seven team, I believe, in in the USL1 standings. And um, they'll also have a, a game on the road. Oh, oh th- actually, that Hellstar game is going to be at home um, on Saturday, October 1st. And then they'll be on the road versus Tucson on Wednesday, October 5th. Um, make sure to take advantage of Fuego's last match at home as they will have that last home game left for the remaining of the season. For more on the Central Valley Fuego, make sure to tune in to the Blaze Podcast. Now let's talk about the MLB, and we'll start off with the Dodgers, who are 107-48 and 48 for the season so far. The Dodgers are now over 100 games as they continue their dominance in the NL, um, especially in the NL West, maintaining that number one spot in their division. Uh, but last week, the Dodgers finished their series with the Diamondbacks going 1-2 and two at home. Uh, the Dodgers faced off against the NL rival Cardinals and defeated them in a series in their three-game series, two to one. Um, tonight, the Dodgers will finish off their three-game series at the Padres as they are tied one-one for that for that series. And this weekend, the Dodgers will face off versus the Rockies. And then we'll take off. We'll face off the Rockies throughout the remaining of the season for a six-game series that will finish off the season for the Dodgers. Um, and then the Padres, who are eighty-six and sixty-nine, the Padres remain second in the NL West standings. Last week they finished off the three-game series versus Cardinals, taking the series two to one. The Padres didn't hit the road versus the Rockies for a three-game series and took the series 2-1. to one. The Padres are currently in a series 1-1 one to one versus the Dodgers and will finish off the series tonight. Uh, this weekend, the Padres will versus uh, the White Sox in a three-game series and will finish off versus the Giants next week. And the Giants, who have a record of 77-78, and I think they're only three games ahead of uh, third. So, um, but they remain in third. Uh, the Giants defeated the Rockies in their four-game series. Um, then the Giants took their series versus the Diamondbacks two to one. The Giants are currently in a three-game series versus the Rockies again, and lead that series two to one. And we'll finish that series tonight this weekend. The Giants will face off uh, versus the Diamondbacks, and we'll finish off. Um, with the Padres on the road. Um, And then I would just like to say congratulations to Albert Pujols, who hit a 700 home run and counting. And this is a a remarkable accomplishment. Something who knows if I'll see ever again in my lifetime. But he joins names of Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth. Um, He has played in the MLB for over 22 years, and I believe he will be announcing his retirement after the season. So congratulations, Albert Pujols, for hitting 700, Um, and hopefully your retirement is a successful one. Um, He was a great player in my generation, and he'll definitely go down as a legend. But now let's talk about the MLB playoffs. You know, there's still a race out for some of these uh, divisions as, you know, really the NL East uh, is one of those divisions right now. Uh, The Mets took the division lead uh, yesterday, Uh, but we'll just talk about, you know, the division leaders right now as the AL division leaders. We got the Astros. The Yankees and Cleveland, and then with the NL division, we got the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Cardinals. You know, there's so much more baseball to be played. As the, the NL wildcard race is close right now, as uh, as of right now, the AL wild card is the Blue Jays, Rays, and Mariners, and the NL wild card right now is the Braves, the Padres, and the Phillies. But we have a week of uh, the 2022 season left. And we'll have to see if any of those uh, team team standings change. Uh, but make sure to tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on the MLB. Now let's talk about the NFL. And we'll talk about week number three scores. And I got to tell you what a great, great week of football. I uh, was able to watch Red Zone while I was, was able to watch it even at my Falcons game. Um, but we'll start off with Thursday night as the Browns defeated the Steelers twenty nine to seventeen, and then starting off on Sunday, what what a matchup between the Dolphins and the and the Bills as Tua put together an amazing game as he threw for one hundred and eighty six yards and one touchdown. Uh, but to me, is just the fact that you know even uh, you know out. Uh, Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. He threw for 400 yards and two touchdowns. They were still able to, to beat Buffalo and and get that upset win. Um, and then we had the Bengals versus the Jets. The Bengals uh, beat the Jets 27-12. to 12. Um, And then the Raiders versus the Titans, which was another close, close game, um, really came down to the wire. But the Titans got the best of the Raiders to make the Raiders 0 three for the season. Um, they beat the Raiders 24 to 22, and then for an NFC South battle, uh, the Panthers beat the Saints 22 to 14. The Ravens uh, versus the Patriots was a great game as well. As Lamar Jackson, you know, has been showing that he's MVP uh, candidate. He he threw the ball for 200 yards, ran the ball for uh, 100 yards, had you know, four touchdowns uh, throwing and then had, an, I think, another touchdown running. He, he, he's an amazing specimen. He's really showing um, that he, sh- he deserves the money uh, that the, the Ravens should have been paying him this year. Uh, but then the, we got another uh, division uh, game with the Vikings and the Lions. And the Vikings ended up beating the Lions 28-24. to 24. And then we got the... Eagles versus the Commanders, and the Eagles have been just on a hot streak. Uh, Jalen Hurts is showing that he is uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. (laughs) As he shows, he's he's one of the best QBs in the league right now. Or he threw for 340 yards and three touchdowns last week against the Commanders. Uh, But then we got another matchup that, I mean... Who could have who could have sold me that the Colts would have beat the Chiefs last week, uh, twenty to seventeen? Uh, Mahomes was you know it felt like he was out of it throughout that game. Um, didn't really he couldn't really get it going on the running side. I think that's why uh, they were able to 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 really uh, give uh, Kansas City uh, some problems. But my my thought was uh, Matt Ryan showing his veteran. Uh, just his poise that he keeps um, towards the end of the game. You know, only throwing the ball uh, 27 for 37 for 222, but he got two touchdowns, and he really put together the scoring drive at the end, which was amazing. Uh, congratulations to Matt Ryan for that—his first win as a Colt. Um, and then we got the Bears versus the Texans, and the Bears beat the Texans twenty-three to twenty. Uh, the Jaguars beat the Chargers thirty-eight to ten. The Rams beat the Cardinals twenty to twelve. Um, the Packers and the Buccaneers, which was America's, which was America's game uh, of the week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers really put together a great game, Uh, threw the ball for 255 yards and two touchdowns, as uh, Tom Brady uh, threw for 271 yards and one touchdown. Uh, But really, the, the deciding factor is that um, the Bucks couldn't really get their running game together. Uh, neither team really could get it together, but, um, it was a, it was really more of a defensive, <laughs> defensive game. And then we had the Falcons versus the Seahawks, which my Falcons looked fantastic last week. Uh, besides Mariota, uh, fumbling towards, uh, the end of the game, which could have really put that game, um. On the line, I, I think if they could fix uh, some of those uh, mistakes, they could really be uh, successful. But they beat the Seahawks twenty-seven to twenty-three, and then the Broncos got away with the with the win uh, versus the Niners. Uh, they beat the Niners eleven to ten. Uh, Garoppolo, as their starting QB, he he looked kind of rusty. Uh, he, he he didn't do too bad. Uh, he ended up throwing uh, one interception and one touchdown. Uh, but my question is, what what's up with Russell Wilson? Um, thought he would be a lot better this year, uh, considering you know he 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 went to the to the Broncos for uh, tons of money, uh, but really he hasn't been able to put put much together for himself. Um, still questionable. of how good the Broncos are going to be this year. Um, their record is 2-1, and one, but the 49ers right now are also on a slump uh, as they start off the season 1-2. and two. Uh, But then we ended up uh, with the Cowboys uh, defeating the Giants 23-16, and that was on Monday night. Uh, but we have a lot of great week four matchups this week as the Dolphins will face off for uh, the Bengals. Uh, that will be tonight. Uh, Vikings versus Saints. Seahawks versus Lions. Jets versus Steelers, Bears versus Giants, Titans versus Colts in a AFC uh, South matchup. Chargers versus Texans, Browns versus Falcons, which <clears throat> two of the most two of the uh, most the best r- rushers in the league will be facing off against each other's with Nick Chubb and cordo patterson uh we got the commanders versus the cowboys which is going to be an nfc east matchup jaguars versus the eagles uh two young quarterbacks in that matchup jalen hurts and um and trevor lawrence (laughs) from the jags uh it's going to be a great matchup uh probably the game of the week though for me is going to be the bills versus the ravens uh and that's going to be a matchup of the QBs, and also can the defenses really uh, stop each other, uh, or stop stop each other's offenses? Um, then we got the Cardinals versus the Panthers, and then the Broncos versus the Raiders, which the Raiders really need to get this win versus the Broncos, especially to try to stay alive in that in the AFC West. Uh, the Patriots versus the Packers. Chiefs versus the Buccaneers, which Mahomes is coming off of a loss. I think this is going to be a great game, uh, especially for Brady, who's coming off a loss. So we're going to see uh, some great Sunday night football with the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. And then for Monday night football, we got a NFC West showdown uh, Rams versus the 49ers, which the Rams have been... um, doing what they need to do to win the games. And then the Niners, like I said, they, they're they on a slump after losing to the Broncos last week. So there's a lot of great football uh, left in the in the NFL. So make sure you guys tune in next week for more. Now let's talk about the NBA as really the whole NBA has really started their uh, training camp this week. Uh, we're talking about the, the Lakers right now. Um, and I just want to tell you how excited I am for this next season uh, to see the the movement that um, the Lakers made to really get some key, key uh, point guards in um, Patrick Beverly and also Schroeder. I mean, those were two major pickups for us as I felt that was. Our biggest problem last season was our point guard position. And I feel like with those assets, we're going to be able to see Westbrook now strive more at that shooting guard position, uh, being able to coexist, especially with those three guards if they wanted to play small ball. Um, d- depending on how AD uh, comes out this season, it's really going to depend on him to see how, how good the Lakers could actually be. Um, if we get another season like the last season, uh, from AD, we we might not see him uh, again in the in the purple and gold. Uh, it, I'm afraid to, to say that, you know, sometimes that that time runs out. But if he comes out makes makes a, a great uh, 2023 uh, 2022-23 uh, campaign for MVP, I believe uh, he may stay as a, a Laker. But even though you know he has a lot of control in his own destiny, I feel like so any way that we, we, we could get those W's right now is, is the way that we got to start thinking. I know LeBron right now is definitely uh, probably ready to get, get things started as I believe this is his, his 20th season of, in, in the league. Uh, so this is a big mark for, um, the Lakers for, for LeBron, uh, for AD, uh, for literally everybody on the Lakers team. I think this is the season. It's a, it's a, a do or die season for them. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if they could really pull it off. Um, but now I want to also talk about uh, the Charlotte Hornets, who now uh, signed Leangelo Ball uh, to their roster. I, I think this was a great move for for the Hornets, as now uh, the Ball brothers uh, will be playing together: Melo Ball and then um, Lamelo Ball, and then Leangelo Ball will be playing together like they uh, did uh, back. In high school and also uh, as pros overseas, I think to me, uh, LiAngelo uh, is probably two years. Uh, two years ago, he should have probably got in. Last year, definitely, uh, he made a name for himself in the in the in the G League, which was. Awesome to see. I think he, he was literally lighting up teams for fifty points. So it's going to be great to see if he could really add something to uh, what what um, the Hornets have going uh, already. Um, you know they could use a, a good spot up three point shooter, which Lee Angelo has always been uh, good good at. Um, it's going to be interesting for for this season as. Even the Sixers right now with James Harden and and the squad that they got, you know, uh, seeing seeing some of their uh, some of their pictures that they've took in training camp and, and the fun that they're having, uh, this might be a change for James Harden. You know, this might be a turnaround MVP season for him, especially with the sacrifices that he's took uh, with his uh, contract negotiations and and really taking less uh, money uh, to help out. Uh, get some of the key uh, free agents that they acquired. Uh, Also right now, a lot of talk about the Suns' owner. I I, I think that needs to be uh, talked about more on a different podcast. I just wanted to get people started thinking about the, the, the NBA, because right now it's, it's right around the corner. I mean, literally it's weeks away Um, I mean, October is going to come fast as, as we're already going to be approaching October 1st this weekend. And I think the season actually starts somewhere near the 27th or that range 20th, I I believe. Uh, but just the, the, I'll just say the Phoenix Suns owner, uh, got suspended, I think, uh, for his, uh, the allegations of racism and misogyny, uh, within the whole Phoenix Suns organization. Um, and he's been owner for a while now. And and this isn't the first time people have really talked about what, 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 what was happening. You know, um, there's been a lot of turmoil within that whole franchise. And and I, I just hope that, you know, even though, even though you're better than somebody you own, you own the team doesn't mean you can treat people uh, differently or you can treat people less than Um, I think the NBA got it kind of wrong on this one. I feel like they should have gave them more than a a year suspension. I think Uh, maybe even uh, selling the team, but you know, I'm not going to say what to do uh, and how to run the business, but, but I think, you know, seeing how uh, they handled the Donald Sterling uh, thing, um, it was a little bit different, I understand, but still when you, when you have racism and you have misogyny within the, within the, um, the organization, um, you, you, you let that breed, you breed, you breed that in, 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 that organization. I, I just hope that, you know, they nip it in the butt. Um, I hope, you know, we don't see anything else from this, um. Especially when it comes to the racism part, I mean the things that I heard him say, or or the the what I heard the accounts of what he said, um, I didn't hear it myself. So, but what other people have told uh, said uh, uh, through interviews and whatnot was it was just blasphemy. I, I just can't believe that someone of his stature, someone um, of his ownership, and 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 having a great team in Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker and, and, and getting, uh, Aiton back for another couple of years, you know, it, they, they should be proud of that situation, but yet they have to worry about this negative stigma, but that's another story. I mean, just the racism, I think still evolved. It, it Evolve is in the NBA. Um, you saw it with Donald Sterling. You're it with, uh, this guy. Um, and, and, it, to me, it has no room for any racism. Uh, and, and the owner of the Suns' name is uh, Robert Sarver. Um, he owns the Suns, the Mercury. Um, and I think he also owns like a soccer team or whatnot. But he, he he's a guy with power. And, and I feel like just the $10 million fine and, and the year suspension clearly isn't enough. I, I think, for that situation. So make sure you guys just tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on the NBA. Um, yeah, and that, that's just it, it's just sad to hear about uh, NBA owners still being racist. <laughs> but at this time, I just want to thank you for pushing play each and every week. Your guys' support goes a long way. I just want to remind you just to support all your local businesses, support all your local artists, support all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Veda signing off episode 188.